0: For listeners of the previous episodes, you'll know that I said I wouldn't do this, but I have done it. Thank you to Monster for today's drink. I appreciate it.
1: It's their uh, caffeine free, full of sugar, um, some sort of beverage that looks like a radioactive color.
0: Uh, it, yes, that's exactly <laughs> what it is, except lots of caffeine. Exactly, all the caffeine.
1: All right, let's get in the show. All right, sir. Today on show, we are talking about what?
0: Bad CEOs and cat clothing.
1: Cat jumpers, as you would say.
0: Cat jumpers, yes. (laughs) Tell us about the cat jumpers. What happened?
1: So we hired an illustrator to draw us new cats, which are live on the Fathom website, and you can check them out. Um, We previously had royalty-free cats, which were great. We loved them. So did a couple customers, I'm sure. Um, But we wanted ones that were ours, that we could own. So we hired uh, an amazing illustrator to do them, and we decided to play with them on clothing and to see what these um, silly cats would look like on t-shirts and hoodies or jumpers or whatever, Um, tote bags. I'm trying to remember all the things that I ordered just to test out Mm -hmm. uh, stickers. And then I tweeted a photo of the all over print for the hoodie and it blew up and everybody wants one.
0: Yeah, we've been getting lots of replies to that, lots of messages asking if people can get one. The only way you can actually get one to start off with is going to be if we send you one. We do have plans for the future, but at the moment, we're just going to be giving them out to customers just randomly, I think. That's the plan so far.
1: What was it you said you saw a tweet yesterday about how a brand is a brand if it has merch? What was a What was the tweet? Yeah, this. I don't
0: remember who said it, but it might have been a few days ago. And the chap said, you know, if you've got a brand, if people are willing to buy merchandise and that's exactly I mean, that's exactly what we're doing here. People like the brand. I like the brand. I really like the brand. I do too. Yeah. People want to People were
1: sliding into both of our DMs, our our personal email addresses. Mm -hmm. I got a text from somebody. Um, Everybody seems to want one of these all over print cat hoodies. Yeah. So I think we have a brand. It's only taken us two years. It's only taken (laughs) us a bunch of MRR, thousands of
0: customers. And now we have a brand. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) it's such a random thing but i think a lot of people are going to like it i think a lot of people's kids are going to like it as well and yes we will have kid clothing we've got some plans long term at the moment we really have to focus on version three we've got so many ideas you know the the thing we actually do (laughs) for a living (laughs) the software yeah the software yeah
1: i mean uh, unlike other people we actually write custom software for for our software company
0: sorry is that a burn that's a burn
1: i went there (laughs) let's see anyone
0: listening if you know what paul's talking about we need. We haven't got any prizes, but let us know if you exactly. think you know what Paul is talking. You're about. You're
1: not getting a cat hoodie if you <laughs> guess correctly. That's for sure.
0: Uh, so cat merchandise is happening. We're going to be doing another round of stickers. We stopped the sticker rounds because of COVID nineteen, but I'm sure we can resume them soon. Hopefully, we'll see what happens. No promises.
1: Yeah, but there will be there will be new stickers at some point. Um, with the new with the new cats. So if you have one of the first rounds of stickers then that's like a, that's like some um collectors item air jordans basically
0: e- oh more than air jordans <laughs> yeah easily do i have any of those stickers i think you sent me some yeah
1: yeah i don't know where they are i'd love to put one somewhere ah, but i yeah. don't remember where i
0: have them no yeah yeah anyway today's episode we're also going to be talking about bad ceos are you a bad ceo how do you become a bad ceo and are you a good CEO? First, thing, I had a
1: question before we get started, though. Yeah, are you the CEO or am I the CEO of Fathom?
0: We are. We are both. <laughs> no, no. Technically, Do you, you would be CEO, CMO, CDO. I would be CEO, CTO. Because I, I consider you to be more of a CMO than me, based on your background.
1: Yeah, and you would be the CTO and CFO. the COO. Yeah, yeah, that too. <laughs>
0: So maybe we should put all these titles on the website. I think that's probably the most important thing we should do.
1: Oh, I was going to get them tattooed on my neck. Is that wrong?
0: Oh, would that make you a bad CEO? Anyway, <laughs> so I'll give a story. People may already be aware of it if you follow me on Twitter. If you don't, at Jack Ellis on Twitter, I have had a bad experience with a company, and I don't, I don't normally do this kind of mob, I like mob stuff. Um, I'm not a social justice warrior I like social social justice but I'm certainly not a social justice warrior Um, I just put basically I publicly recommended this company to thousands tens of thousands of people so my name was behind this and I had publicly said they're great and they're actually not great so it is then my responsibility to correct what I've previously said otherwise I wouldn't have said anything I would have stayed quiet I don't do this you know everyone pile on this company that's not my style but they, they fucked me around, so I'm going to talk about it. And like I said, I've recommended this company before. I've withdrawn my recommendation. But let me get into the story. So I had used a company called startups.com to get $5,000 in AWS credits and a whole bunch of Stripe savings. Now we got that for Fathom and I tried to get it for my other company too because taking money from Amazon feels pretty damn good. Um... Funnily enough, my own business didn't get the AWS credit, but we did, which is great because I didn't really need it if I think about it. So after doing that, I thought, oh, this is amazing! Loads of people could benefit from benefit from this, and we could charge AWS lots of lots of money, which is great. <laughs> you know, this is this is Robin Hood as far as I'm concerned. So I sent, I wrote a blog post and I emailed my list, and I basically said this is a tip for how to get five thousand dollars in AWS credit. Uh, yeah, tens of thousands of people saw it and uh, it's my most popular page on my website on serverless Aravel. now i estimate that we took around two million dollars from amazon maybe more maybe four million the estimate actually comes from me so tens of thousands of people saw it i've i've received hundreds of emails so i thought okay maybe around 400 people went and did this deal the entry level was basically zero dollars and took about ten minutes, so I figured four hundred people would make sense, so two million dollars. It could be really, really five million, ten million. Who knows? Now, since this has all happened, AWS has actually backed away from doing these kinds of deals, and that does tell you something. Why would they back away from a deal, you know, if it wasn't substantial? So that's the one thing to note here is that I may have already angered startups.com because I shared the deal with loads of people, but it's not really a bad th- thing
1: i suppose because that didn't violate the terms or oh, anything no, 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 i don't no, no, know no, what no, no. the terms it's, are. all okay. i
0: did was i said look this company's doing this you should sign up um you can sign up for a month and you can get this amazing deal i didn't do anything shady i suppose the only the only yeah. questionable thing i said was look you can cancel it afterwards i don't see how that's dodged
1: but me. anybody could realize that right yeah <laughs> like- so i didn't
0: do anything bad there but i did have this feeling of do they know who I am? Do they know that I'm the one responsible for this big flood of people coming and coming? And maybe that's, maybe they do. And maybe they're pissed off at me. I don't, I don't know. That's speculation. Maybe some people stuck around though. Oh, they like, did, man. Maybe no, that no, generated they did. some they revenue did. in business. I had people yeah. telling me, oh, I joined this, but I, I love the content they're putting out. So I'm staying. Now, I've since told those people that I no longer recommend startups. Obviously, I've got to be very careful with slander, and I've, I'm only going to speak about things that I have evidence for. And I'm only going to the people that signed up and stayed, I said to them, Look, I don't recommend startups.com anymore, which is true. I don't. I went from recommending them to I don't recommend them. I need to have a reason why. I do have a reason why, and I'll get into that some more now. <laughs> so um, I cancelled my accounts. I had two accounts, but I was still being charged every month. And I contacted support in May and I said, I'm going to issue chargebacks if this isn't resolved. I was very zero tolerance about it because it was really pissing me off. And it wasn't, it was probably 50 Canadian dollars or something or 40, I don't remember. And it's not the money. It was just getting charged when you've cancelled something is infuriating. It's not about the, like, whatever, it's $40 a month. But everyone knows how it feels to be charged when you've cancelled something. It's, uh, It's infuriating.
1: And there was no way. Correct me if I'm wrong, but there was no way um, up until possibly this week to do it easily through their app. You had to contact them. Yeah, yeah.
0: Way. Before I get onto the CEO bit, let's quickly okay. talk about the CEO bit. The CTO bit. Sorry, the CTO has actually contacted people, and he seems like he wants to solve this problem which which is great. It sounds like he's actually taken accountability, saying, look, we clearly need to modify our system. He's introduced a delete your account page, and it's got all this GDPR stuff you can f- uh, write to be forgotten. And that's great. And I saw that, and I thought maybe there is hope, right? That's Well, so I,
1: and coming back to the titles bit, that's a CTO's job. CTOs are nerds who want to solve problems, right? Whereas CEOs typically um, want to make money and they want to reduce churn and they want to sometimes, not all the time, obviously, but if you're a bad CEO, probably put profit above people. Whereas CTOs are just like, oh, this is a bug. Let me introduce a bug fix.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So, um, yeah, (laughs) yeah, no, for sure. And with, with, with talking about the CEO, um, I'll get up to the CEO piece. I just wanted to mention that. So I'm sort of mixed. The fact that the CTO stepped in and is doing this stuff makes me think, huh, okay. But I just had such a bad, and I'll talk about this, so let me get to the CEO part. So um, after I couldn't, you know, I threatened chargebacks, blah, 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 the support team told me multiple times that I was not being charged and that there was only one charge on the system. And I said, and I've got this written down because obviously I've got to be careful of slander. This has got to be legitimate. I said, if you do a search in the Stripe search bar for the last four digits of my card, which I gave them, check to see if there are any other Jack Ellis's so if if me and Paul had this someone was saying look I'm still being charged I'd say okay what's your name or or what are the last four digits of your card and we would actually search through Stripe to find this Um, what I think happened is they were going into my single account uh, say Jack you know my main email account and they were trying to see if there were any payments and they said it wasn't being done but I said search your system Um, and they I don't know they must not have done that because interestingly, we did actually end up getting refunded. I did get re- uh, refunded and cancelled the CEO, when the CEO stepped in. So we'll get to that. Anyway, the, r- the frustration, I was four to five minutes on hold with my bank, trying to get through to my card provider, but I couldn't during COVID-19 because everyone's um, having money problems, right? So everyone's on the phone to the credit card fraud line and everything else. So I was just getting more and more frustrated. And then I saw... Dries Vince of the Laravel community complain about them not deleting his account when they said they had. And again, the CTO sounds like he stepped in and fixed this, which is fantastic. So fair play to him. But then there were other people jumping on and they were saying they had a bad experience. And then we saw Jack McDade said that he was being charged despite trying to... You know, these things were happening and I thought, interesting. So I tagged
1: this... Don't fuck with Jack McDade. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We both like him a lot.
0: Yeah. And so... Exactly. And I tagged...
1: Can you imagine having a company with a brand that has that... Like, can you imagine somebody tweeting about... A company and then everybody piling on
0: and saying oh i had a bad experience too imagine how stressful and frustrating that would be so um, i tagged the ceo in and credit and straight away i thought oh shit the ceo is actually replying to the tweets he actually cares he wants to solve this so i thought fair play you know what if he can solve this he's the head of the company he's the big boss he can solve this so spoke to him and I, i explained what happened I mean, I was very—I guess I was blunt, and yeah, I said I can't remember exactly what I said, but I wasn't an arsehole I wanted to solve this. You know, I said I have a software company. I understand. Um, so yeah, the first email back I got from him was, "Jack, we refunded all your charges, but what our records show is that you signed up twice to redeem ten thousand dollars worth of AWS credits, then complained about hundred and fifty dollars of charges. That seems odd. What am I missing here?" So I interpreted, and I don't know what he means. I don't know this guy, but I interpreted that as so what we charged you after you cancelled? You got $10,000 of AWS credits. I'm like, it's not, and to me, it's not about the money. It's not about the money. It was Yeah, about it sounds print. like they missed the point. Yeah, completely missed the point. So yeah. doesn't, I don't care about resolving it. Look, you, only, you paid us $150 and you got 10 grand of credits. Why the fuck are you complaining? Just pissed. That's what it felt like. I don't know if he intended that or what the hell. It was just weird
1: but that's a problem on their end that they could charge somebody that little for them to get that much. They offered that as a business. And it cost them nothing. So, AWS
0: paid it, remember?
1: Yeah. Exactly. So why be why be I guess passive aggressive? It felt passive aggressive. <laughs> I just it doesn't it yeah, it doesn't make sense.
0: Um and he said to me, did you indicate to them that you had two different accounts? The issue was that they saw the account you used, this email, and saw you only had one char- charge, which is why they said we well, don't see any additional charges, which makes sense, right? So they obviously didn't have access to everything and couldn't search the system, and it may have been, it may well have been just a support issue, and the support needed to escalate this kind of thing to someone higher up with yeah. full access, and I totally understand that, I totally get that. Um, so I said, yeah, I s- sent this, I sent him the screenshots of the chat where I told him to search the entire system. And um, and then he sends me a screenshot from Stripe that he said looked like someone had compromised my account. And I'm just like, at this point, there's no trust in the relationship. And I'm not sure what his intentions are. I can't assume that he has the same intentions as me when it comes to doing business. So I'm thinking, like, honestly, and again, listen to what I'm saying carefully here. My thought was, did they change my password to try and save face? No, I don't know why I thought that. I just, I didn't change change my email address. Yeah, and I, the reason, change my email address, that's right, for the screenshot. And I felt like that. And did they do that? Probably, almost certainly not. I I don't, the point is I couldn't, I couldn't go from that point because all trust had been lost. And there was no accountability of any sort. I was just this annoying customer to them who was complaining despite getting immense value from the deal. And um, I couldn't accuse them of faking it. I I had absolutely no proof of that. And it would be just false accusations. So I didn't recognize the email and I didn't use a fake email with my credit card information. I'm not stupid.
1: It does seem unlikely because you use a strong password manager, because your credit card isn't compromised, um, because you use a strong password manager, as I said, it seems unlikely that somebody stole your credit card to sign up for this one specific thing. I mean, it's possible, obviously. Yeah. So It does seem very unlikely. And given the relationship prior to this moment, seems suspicious. So we don't
0: think the credit card was compromised. But as for the account being compromised, my password is a mess. My password is long and complex. The chance of it being brute are just second to none. So I didn't buy it. And truth, I didn't buy it. So, but how do you go from here? If you've got no trust left, there's been zero accountability demonstrated by the CEO. He doesn't care. It was, it was It was my fault. He's looking for ways in which it's my fault by saying, you know, did you indicate to them you had two different accounts? Look, I was on your support saying I'm being charged multiple times. And I was told that it was an issue with my bank and to check with my bank. And no no follow-up, nothing. If we have a ticket like that, and I know that they're bigger than us, but I'm just going to say, if we have a ticket like that in Fathom where someone is upset and they're saying that they're being charged multiple times and we're not going to just say, check with your bank and then leave it. We're going to keep it open. Mm. We have a section where we keep things open where we know we have to follow up on. And we've done that before. We followed up on loads of things and businesses have problems, but me and Paul always will demonstrate accountability. Always. Um.
1: Yeah, if we make a mistake, we say that we, we made a mistake. If somebody feels that they were charged when they shouldn't have, which would never happen, but sometimes people miss the email yeah, for sure. the renewals when we send a notice, we just give them their money back. No, like it's just, exactly. it's just, it, it also feels easier as a company to just, if somebody doesn't want us to have their money, we just don't want their money. Yeah, exactly. Like it, it just feels like an easier way to do support. It also feels like an easier way to manage your brand where nobody hates you.
0: Like, yeah, <laughs> right? no, for sure. His final reply, I mean, I sent back, I just said, look, there's no way we can go forward. And as I say, I was thinking that they were doing some kind of shady thing. No proof of that at all. Just was how I felt my interpretation and his final reply was that he was trying to be helpful in showing you where something may have been remiss with your credit card i immediately looked into your issue and made sure you were refunded immediately you walked away with ten thousand dollars of aws credits without intending to actually use our service and now without paying any money where are you the victim here and i don't i wasn't i don't know how to deal with that you
1: did pay for that one month though right I, the yeah, first yeah,
0: yeah. month i wasn't i paid for exactly the first month. i didn't want to so I don't really know what to do with that. Where am I the victim here? I'm the, if you want to call me a victim, I'm the victim where your support staff claim that I've been charged once and you're charging me every single month to him. It was it just felt like it was just about money. It wasn't just about money. It was about the frustration as well. And I am not a difficult customer. I'm, I, I know I'm having a big rant here. <laughs> I am seriously, I've never had anything like this. This is the fact that I'm so shocked by it. You've probably had stuff like this. I don't—like, Are you a difficult customer? Like it just, this isn't me so the fact that I'm running into issues like this yeah honestly
1: it's so they set up uh they set up a business where you could pay for a month and get more than your money's worth yes. that's how their business works fundamentally which seems problematic if if I was running a business like that but I'm not going to judge how they have set up their business right so to me, you can't complain that somebody canceled after a month when that's perfectly legal and legitimate to
0: do. And I bought them in. And
1: you can't call somebody you can't call somebody a victim for doing something um, where you're following you, Jack. We're following the rules. You're not a victim you're asking that they stop charging your credit card after you <laughs> after you cancelled like that's just such a fucking growth hack gaslight to me yeah
0: and yeah and and that's that's pretty much the story and i'm just i'm not replying and again i've been very careful of what i've said here because i i actually put together an evidence folder because i was considering doing a lawsuit in the united states or business better business bureau um and i was going to speak to a lawyer about this going into the us because it wasn't about the money it was about the principle this isn't okay what's happening here so I've been careful with what I've said. I can't, I'm, I'm not. I haven't slandered or anything like that. Everything I've said, I have evidence for. Um, and again, everything I've said has been my interpretation. So with regards to me thinking, oh, they're shady. That isn't a, a statement. That's how I felt when I was dealing with them.
1: So, all right, Mister Legal,
0: Mister Legal. So I mean, how would you have? How would you have replied to this? Would you have taken accountability? What would you? Someone on your your support team, they they obviously fucked up. It happens. No one's perfect. People fuck up. dude. we fuck up? What would you have done as with a, uh, even if the customer had only paid you this much money and is causing a stir, how would you deal with them?
1: Um. So I would think about how can I make this right for the person? Like how can they leave this situation feeling one, that it was resolved and two, that it was resolved in a satisfactory mm-hmm. way. Like if they had, so let let me ask you this. If, they, if you had said, hey, you charged me um, when I canceled my account, and they said, no, we didn't. Here's your account closed. And then they looked into it and like, oh, here's another account. If they had just apologized and said, I'm sorry, we didn't see this. We have canceled this and we've refunded you that money. That was our mistake for not looking for the credit card uh, or the name On the account, and that's our fault. So we've fixed this, and moving forward, we're we're going to do better at doing this. Would you have gone to Twitter or recorded a podcast episode about them? I would have
0: been done. I wouldn't have put out that tweet. That tweet I did about the 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 experience I had has been seen by over fifteen thousand people, closing in on twenty thousand people. I wouldn't have done that tweet if the CEO had actually taken accountability.
1: So that's what I think about, right? And one, I want to run a business like a decent fucking human being. (laughs) But two, I I always think about, okay, what can I do to just make this situation right? Like, I don't want, like, when somebody tweets about Fathom, or even better, when somebody tweets about, I want a privacy-focused analytics platform, or I want a simple analytics platform, we typically don't have to reply. Our customers and people who know us do, talking us up. I want to run a business where our brand is as strong as Fathom, Mm -hmm. right? Like, I want to run a a brand where people are fucking stoked to talk about us and talk us up and tell other people that they know how awesome the business is. That, to me, is running a good business. That, to me, is running a business that's Um, that leans towards sustainable, uh, along with profit and all of that. But it also, I want to run a business like that, because it makes me feel good as a fucking human being who derives some kind of worth from the work that I do. Whereas if I was running a business where anytime somebody mentioned my business, people would pile on saying I had a shitty experience with them too. Oh yeah, they did this to me, or I, I don't like this company because of X. I wouldn't, that, Oh my, that would be so stressful to run a, a business like that. I don't think I, I don't think my ego could handle that. Yeah. Like, honestly, I don't think I could handle running a business like
0: Admitting that. Admitting that, uh, that you, something was wrong, even if it wasn't your fault. I mean, we have in the past admitted where we've done something wrong. I think that builds trust. Um, and even if he did think I was an annoying yeah. customer, I mean, I don't feel like, dude, I put your company in front of thousands of people that respect my opinion. I don't think I've done you dirty at all. Um, but yeah, I know I agree with everything you said. I literally have nothing to add. That being truthful is a good way to run your business. Um,
1: yeah, and I think part of it is owning your mistakes. Like sorry, one yeah, time I, I was using a I was using a um a membership platform before what I use now is Restrict Content Pro WordPress all of that. I was using something prior to that and I had accidentally set it up where it was charging the $300 for my course, not once, but monthly. Mm -hmm. And it was very unclear in the setup how it works. Like I could see where I went wrong, but I could also see how in the UI, in the UX, that it was really, really unclear. And so I ended up charging about 12 people um, an extra $300. So I basically double charged them. So I charged them, they got access, and then the next month they weren't expecting to get charged because they said it was a one-time payment. And there's about 12 people. And before, a couple people noticed it, and I replied right away, and I said, it was my fault, um, because it was. It was regardless of whether I think the software was wrong or I was wrong, it was my fault because my name was on the invoice. It's my fault, regardless of if it was the software or me. Um, and the software company ended up changing it because they agreed that it, was, um, that it was really confusing the way that it was set up, and it was not intuitive. Uh, but that's besides the point. And so I refunded everybody. I sent an email to everybody, even the ones who hadn't noticed they had been charged yet. (laughs) And I said, it's my fault. I'm refunding you the money. If you need to talk, here's my phone number.
0: Do you uh, deal with annoying customers the same way you deal with all customers with regards to things like problems and refunds?
1: I try. I mean, I'm human. I, I definitely, there's some people who are annoying, but I try to not let that come through like i'm not gonna fucking passive aggressive somebody in support regardless of how i feel about them i want to treat everybody the same way like i want to treat everybody like i'm here to fix your problem like if you're emailing support you have a problem it's your jack or my job to fix that problem i don't care if i like you or not that's beside the point that has absolutely no bearing of relevance on support if i'm dealing with somebody personally and i don't like them they're gonna know because it's personal i don't care but for business and for support everybody i want everybody to receive the same level of support because that's what i want i'm sure there's some companies that think i'm fucking annoying
0: (laughs) some but i still want them to treat me well someone joked to me that we should start a separate podcast which is just us complaining about things (laughs) (laughs) i don't think we have enough stuff it's when it comes up there's obviously we talk about it but
1: but so I think that the point of this, though, isn't to complain about things. It's to kind of dissect what happened, what went wrong, and how companies could do better. And we're, we're not perfect. We're learning as well. We're, this, is, this is the first company that you, you and I have run together. Well, I guess it's kind of the second or no, the third, if you count the Bitcoin ah, high ah, score. Yeah. <laughs> Good times. Um, We're still learning too, right? But we do, for every decision that we make... We want it to be the best for our business and for our customers. So if we learn something, we want to share that. And if we learn something by somebody doing it in a wrong way, we still learn something and we want to share it.
0: Yeah. Part of me thinks that email is just fucked up sometimes. I mean, if I spoke to this guy, I find it hard to believe that we couldn't have come to an understanding. I don't think he was a bad person. I don't know.
1: know? Probably not. I mean, I've had a situation where I was dealing with a software company Mm -hmm. and they... I felt that they had fucked me over and the CEO did get on the phone with me and he was just as growth hacky broy on the phone as he was right. in, in the way that he runs his company.
0: Which company was this?
1: <laughs> no, I'm not going to say. So the only reason I'm not going to say is because I don't, this was many years ago. I don't remember the specifics of the story and I nuke all my tweets every year or so just for fun because mm-hmm. uh, I like to start fresh. So I don't have the initial tweet, um, so I don't have the facts. But the gist of it is they I signed up for a free account. Um, I put in my credit card. I thought that I had canceled. Um, I had not. and my credit card for that um, for what I had used had expired. And they didn't send me any warnings that the trial was ending, kind of like what Fathom does. We tell you if your trial is ending, we tell you that we're going to charge you. I think we do that three times just to make 100% (laughs) sure. They didn't do that with their trial. And so I didn't know. And then I didn't know that they were trying to charge. I think they charged my credit card once and then it expired the next month. So they locked my account. Um, And it was an account where I had emails in it. And I couldn't get access to it, so I tweeted basically a statement of facts, like the timeline of what happened, kind of like what you went through on this podcast. Um, and the CEO was like, "Okay, well, can we can we have a conversation about this on the phone?" And I was like, "Sure, you're trying to you're trying to make things better. That sounds good." Um, and yeah, the phone call. I mean, it was cordial. It was it was fine. I'm I'm not a rude person always. <laughs> Um and he wasn't rude, but I could just tell that he was kind of a smarmy growth hacky bro, which really comes across in in the the content that he writes as well, mm-hmm. to be perfectly honest. Oh, so
0: it's a he. Um that yeah. narrows it down to and about uh, 99% of the tech <laughs> sector.
1: <laughs> oh, That's a whole other conversation. But yeah, it just I just think that if you're putting money ahead of people and ahead of people's perceptions, you're doing your own business a disservice. Like you may think that okay, in doing this, I'm trying to protect my money, my revenue, my margins, all of this. I'm protecting this. I'm, I'm doing the right thing for my company, even if it isn't the right thing for people. You're wrong. Okay. <laughs> it's only going to. It's going to eventually bite you in the ass. It's going to eventually create. <clears throat> a wave of public sentiment where people feel that if anybody says anything about your company and then everybody else piles on, that's not gonna go well. Like yeah. long term, I can't I can't see that going well. Like just do the fucking right did thing. Stephen, like just make people happy. Did
0: Stephen solve your problem. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean, after talking to Chad, we can just keep throwing out random names. Um, no, he didn't solve the problem. He didn't offer to fix the problem. He basically just told me all the ways that I had been wrong. And just as way of... Ex- he was just trying to explain to me, bro. Like, he was just trying to... I'm just a stupid customer. Um, he didn't know that I also run software businesses and have have worked in tech for 21 years or whatever but he was just trying he the point of his of the call and i let him lead the call typically if i'm talking to somebody i like to have a game plan and i want to lead the call Mm -hmm. that's just a way that i like to do business i don't know why that is i'm sure we can dissect that (laughs) but he basically um yeah he wanted to explain how i was wrong not take ownership of anything not say we could fix this for you not even offer a solution but just this is where you were wrong and this is why you shouldn't be upset this is why you're not a victim
0: have you ever told anyone this story and told the company name to them
1: um yeah a bunch of times so i actually have another story um lisa and i my wife bought um an airstream trailer a a brand new one it was nothing but problems we couldn't even use it. The company said we don't make lemons, so yours isn't a lemon, even though you can't use it. And it was, I think we used it for five days and it was in the shop for a year. Um (laughs) they were like sorry, what do you mean?
0: It was in the shop Um, for a year.
1: Yes. It was in the shop for I think a I think eleven months. (laughs) Um, And Lisa called them at least once a week, sometimes once a day for updates to get things fixed nothing happened we ended up selling it at a loss and we decided uh, before we sold it that hey they cost us um a lot of money like they cost us probably about 20k wow. which is a, a lot of money so we were like okay well our aim here now not getting into slander of course but our aim here is to help guide people who are thinking about buying one to not buy one <laughs> to promote other brands, to yeah. explain our story to people. And we're like, if we convince 12 people and that we just, we picked that number. Cause that seemed like a fair number. If we convince 12 people to not buy one based on sharing our own experiences, which was our personal experience yeah, yeah. and nothing else, then we've won. I think we hit 12 <laughs> as well. We had one of the most popular threads on the message board wow. um, that eventually they deleted. <laughs> But again, this comes back to what is the point of of not trying to solve customers' problems, right? Like there are businesses and there are companies that I go out of my way to promote and to talk about. And just help because I like them, not because I have a fucking affiliate ID (laughs) or something, but just because they're good companies. I think everybody's like that. If you buy something that's cool and it's reliable and it's awesome, then you're going to talk about it. If you buy something and it's garbage or a company can't help you, then you're probably more likely to talk about it. A
0: recent example was Dyson um, with a company. Yeah. I mean, do you want to talk about that?
1: Yeah. I mean, my vacuum stopped or I've had, I think I've only ever owned Dyson's uh one because they're british and two because i believe their quality Mm -hmm. um yeah so our vacuum stopped working it was a cordless plug-in i think it's called like an animal v7 an animal (laughs) v7 something like that and um the battery eventually stopped it would only last about five six seconds and they sent me a new battery they sent it express it got here very quick and it was awesome now the vacuum lasts i don't know until i'm done it lasts longer than it takes me to vacuum my main floor i don't have a huge house but i can vacuum my main floor without it running out
0: did they tell you how it was your fault
1: no they tried to fix it for me and when they couldn't fix it over the phone and on email with like um diagnostic tests then they're like okay we'll um send you a new uh battery for it
0: so good processes is it a good yeah. way to run a company yeah
1: yeah. And I'll, i I'm going to buy another Dyson. I mean, Dyson's kind of last for a very long time. The last Dyson I had, I think I had for about 10 years. This one I've had for almost two and I buy another one. Definitely going to buy another one.
0: Compa- yeah. And I'll give you another example I've got is I've an AWS apart. From, I mean, I have to remember they're part of the Amazon group um, of companies, but AWS, I've seen individuals have huge bills and they can't afford these bills. Right. And they're, It's something that they've done, but they can't afford it. And I've seen AWS multiple times talk to them and just reduce their bill and say, look, we know you made a mistake. Yeah. So we talked about, yeah, what we do in the situations. Being a good CEO, we covered a lot of that as well. Uh, Ultimately, put the customer first. Don't look to blame them. It's pretty much what Paul was saying. Find a way to solve their problem. Don't just tell them how they're wrong. And yeah, customer-focused companies do well. Don't just focus on your business. You have to protect your business, but think about the, the long term.
1: And if your business is set up on good foundations, then typically profit and taking care of your customers aligns. If it doesn't align, then maybe think about why it doesn't align.
0: Yeah. Right?
1: Yeah, 100%. 100%. Like I think if your business is set up and your products are set up in a way where both of those things can line up at the same time, where you can be profitable and you can take care of the people involved, then you're doing good then basically yeah you don't need to listen to this episode you can just listen to our uh, amazing outro music instead